Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back. People on my floor. I'm in the record room. Uh, I have to hurry because I have to go interview John Moreland, um, the great singer, songwriter from Tulsa, but also Kentucky, but also North Texas, I guess. Uh, Not for this podcast, for a publication that you can read about someday soon. But anyway, a couple weeks ago, I had Molly Birch, um, the uh, L.A. via Austin young singer-songwriter, recently signed to Capture Tracks, recently released her debut album, Please Be Mine. Um, She's awesome. She's great. She's um, an unbelievable songwriter, uh, an even better singer. Her band... Um, just some of the nicest, sweetest people that we've had of the hundreds of bands that we've hosted over the years. Um, they're definitely, you know, tops of the list of people we would have back anytime. So much so that after this podcast was recorded, they came back on tour like less than a few weeks later and we had them again. Um, and we will hopefully host them every time they come to the triangle because they're great. Um, but beyond that, they're an amazing live band. Uh, Molly, <clears throat> Molly's a fantastic singer. Um, uh, and, you know, a great performer, despite the fact that she has some issues with stage fright, which is kind of interesting. Um, and this is her first record. Um, and, uh, we get into that in the podcast. So I don't know why I'm telling you all this now. Um, but should you get the chance, and you will, because she is a road horse. Her band are touring constantly, getting better every day. Um, so they'll be through your town soon. So you have to go see them. I can't recommend them enough. Um, so please do. But in the interim, you can get psyched and listen to the conversation that I recently had with Molly right here in the record room. So enjoy. I have the metronome on. Hold on. Okay. Welcome. Thank you. Uh, episode, I don't know, I've lost count. How many not, have you done? Not many. Um, <laughs> uh, we haven't even launched this yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to get a bunch first and then launch it. I think it's six. Cool. Um, so, number six, we'll call it. If not, fucking whatever. With Molly Birch. Mm-hmm. Of Austin, mm-hmm, yeah. LA, via Austin. Yeah, okay. I'm from LA, but live in Austin, and my band is based there. In Austin. Yeah. Just so you know, I try and, unless it's some someone I know implicitly, um, I I know nothing about you. Okay. Other than the record that Dave sent, <laughs> um, which I kind of prefer, because mm-hmm. um, then it's kind of more of a. So, having said that, um, before we get into talking about your record and your mm-hmm. music, get, tell me, I mean, what, what did you, what, what's your backstory? You grew up in L.A. Mm-hmm. Um, did you grow up in, like, show business? Did you, is it? Uh, yeah, my parents are in the movie business. My mom is a casting director. My oh, dad cool. always worked movies. He's a writer and makes his own films. Cool. And uh, my sister is also in the movie business. So. Cool. 
Yeah, definitely. Your mom looking for any six foot four, <laughs> two hundred fifty pounds? <laughs> she actually well now she does local casting in Atlanta. Oh, cool. So maybe because all of the no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm one of the least photogenic people ever. <laughs> um, it, because all the movies are got they. Yeah, they moved she from Wilmington. Yeah, she yeah she used to live in Wilmington, so she did a lot of movies in L.A. and then um, in like 2008 moved to, or right when I graduated high school, she moved to um, Wilmington. So you have and a connection then, to North Carolina? Yeah, oh. I, I actually still live in Asheville. Oh, yeah. okay. How uh, long were you there for? I went to college there, and I transferred from Sarah Lawrence College. Oh, yeah. Spent a, a year there, and then, so I, yeah, I finished up three years of college, and then one year out of college in Asheville. Oh, cool. Yeah. Sarah Lawrence is in... Uh, New York, yeah, in Yonkers. Know, Yonkers, mm-hmm. right. Um, yeah. And then, okay, and then you went, what, what's in Ashe- UNC Asheville? Yeah. Okay. Um, which was, so you know what I'm talking about yeah. with basketball. Well, no, I don't follow basketball, but okay. I know. But you know the, that the it's big tenacity here. Yeah. and the the uh, <coughs> the frenzy. Yeah. So the, the day we're recording this, uh, UNC is about to play Duke, and um, I plan on making Molly's show tonight at Cat's Cradle. <laughs> Uh, but it comes up right to the end of the game. <laughs> so I might miss the first song or two. That's okay. Um, so what did you study at, at uh, UNC? I studied music. Oh, cool. I've majored in uh, jazz vocal performance. Right. Yes. Which segues into your, your album. Mm. Um, is this your first album? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, tell me before, again, still, before we get into that, how so... Um, how did you kind of get into? Were you always singing? You were. I mean, was it a? Was it a? Uh, how did you get into it? I mean, were your parents musical? Did you grow up in a? No, they weren't. My parents weren't musical, but they were definitely. Uh, you know, I grew up in a creative environment, yeah. so it wasn't like so far fetched. But um, I always would sing, and I think I like realize it's something I like to do in like middle school, but I was really shy. So I, uh, didn't do much of it. It was like, I basically just sang by myself or for my sister and like only she knew that I did that. It took me a really long time for, to feel comfortable enough to, um, sing in front of other people. And yeah, in high school she would, she would put me in like some plays or, you know, I had, I dabbled a little bit, but my sister, sister. yeah, okay. um, but she, yeah, would push me to do it, but I was just, like, way too shy. I didn't think I could do it. <laughs> Why not? You just thought people yeah. were going to I like think it. I was just, yeah, I was just really insecure and felt, um, yeah, just didn't have confidence and yeah. felt like, yeah, just too scared. What but changed? I mean, obviously now I you're a touring artist. Yeah. You're on stage, <laughs> well, I mean, how many nights a year? I think that I just really like to do it, and I definitely I feel like if it wasn't for my sister, I probably probably wouldn't have done it. You know, right. she was just really pushed me to do it, yeah. and it, fe- it like I always felt like it was something that I had to do, um, sort of because of her, right? In a way, um, but had to. When you say had to, do you mean had to like? You're <laughs> like she's forcing me. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Now because like I have, well, to, I must. Like. Well, both I think, but I, you know, I knew that it was something that I wanted to get over, like this fear, because I one one the little times I did do it in high school, I really enjoyed it, and right. um, but yeah, she definitely was pushed me. Along, yeah, and it's but it's, it's, it's in a good way. It's a someone told me once it's 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 
it's a pointless fear because mm. I used to be very much the same way. Yeah. For, for me, it, what, what it took me writing and singing my own songs because mm-hmm. when you're a kid, you're playing cover bands. Yeah. I was so, I used to be so terrified. Of playing covers? No, 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 just performing Yeah. and being on stage. Mm-hmm. And then it wasn't until I started writing song and then I was like, who gives a fuck? <laughs> but yeah. what somebody told me was that it's just a it's a baseless fear because mm-hmm. like what's gonna happen? Yeah, who cares? And who cares? Yeah, you know. And and what a lot of people don't realize is that you know, especially um, until you get to a certain point, um, people just don't they're not paying attention. Mm-hmm. You know, like when you first start playing in bands and stuff, and it's yeah. like, well, I messed up that one part, man. Yeah, and you <laughs> it yourself matter. up all night. Nobody, yeah. nobody knows. Yeah, they'll know if you stop playing the song mm-hmm. and try. You know. Um, yeah. So, did you were you playing in bands in high school and college, no, or you were I, just still in the in the in high school? I I would, like later on in high school, I, yeah, I would do like cover songs yeah. or something. You know, yeah. it was like once a year or something, like at the band club. I was in band club okay. and would, you know would do that, band but it club? was just like, like rock, yeah, rock school. It was like. Yeah, I would do like Cat Stevens songs or something. It was just like a group of five girls. I went to an all girls school, and. Um, we just sort of ran it because uh, we had this evil choir teacher and she didn't want to have like anything that wasn't choir. This was, and this has the makings <laughs> of like a, like a teen movie, you know, and then they start the band and the, the, the evil but teacher doesn't really. know, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it didn't get to that point. We had this, <laughs> but yeah, so we would do like, like a once a year performance um, of covers, uh-huh. but I would be <clears throat> so consumed by fear, yeah. you know, it would just be like for our parents. Yeah. And then I think I, yeah, I definitely gained more confidence once I went to college and then just started um, playing in bands and um, started to like sort of write, like collab, like with other people. Because that was something that I never thought I would do. I just was like, had that block of like, I'm not doing that. Were you writing songs before that? Mm -mm. You were just playing covers? Yeah, just playing covers. (laughs) Just cats even. Which is cool. (laughs) Just, I don't know. I just didn't think that I could do that. So I didn't want to try. And then, yeah, when I moved to Asheville, I just, um, I met this guy um, and we started playing like jazz covers together and then we started to write together. And then uh-huh. I think by like writing with him, I felt more comfortable with the idea of it. So was this before you were, so, so I'm just so I get the timeline, right? Mm-hmm. You're terrified of performing. <laughs> yeah. So you go to college for jazz vocal. <laughs> yeah. Where, I think like, where's that see, I think <laughs> it was like a really slow process in high school. Right. And by the end of high school, I, sort of felt like felt more comfortable and you know had a little bit of experience yeah. and then I went to Sarah Lawrence and I wasn't planning on I had no idea what I was going to do for college sure. and like I and there they don't have majors but they have if you want to like focus in dance music or theater you can do that okay it was just those three well that stuff is hyper specific yeah like, <laughs> just you like gotta those. do that shit yeah <laughs> but so my friend uh another friend it was in in at Sarah Lawrence, he was doing. He was going to major in music, and I was like, maybe I'll do that. It sounds like, it, it, like easy or something. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to do anything I could tell. Same. I mean, yeah, you, you, know, you got a voice. But I think you know? I don't know. I think it just the it. I like I still was struggling with like confidence issues and all that. But I, you know, I had all of high school to sort of prepare. Right. And and yeah, but it's. 
still was a, a struggle. Right. Of course. So, yeah. Is it now? No. Never? No. Okay. <laughs> um, what's the biggest show you've ever played? The biggest yeah. show? I don't know. Do you have any, like, one of those, like, we got this opening slot at the Beacon Theater? <laughs> no. There's 2,800 people staring at it. We did, well, I think I was pretty nervous to play it. We just played in Brooklyn, mm-hmm. and um, it was our first time, and it was a record release show in New York, so yep. actually it was I was a little nervous, but... Where, uh, where Babies All Right? It was at Union Pool, oh, and nice. it was really nice. Is the taco truck still there? It was, like, closed. Okay. I don't know. I don't know if it's <laughs> what people were talking about. Yeah, that's good. But I did feel, like, the nerves that I hadn't felt in a while. And, and you probably had the whole record label Yeah, there. so that's Staring why. <laughs> yeah. Pam and I had very just, judgmental. <laughs> no, she, it was the first time I met all of them, right. except Pam. I'd met Pam before, but so yeah, I'd m- first meeting Mike and Dave, and so yeah. yeah, obviously I was just nervous to play in front of them. Right, they'd never seen us before. So, so you're signed to Capture Tracks, mm-hmm. um, Mike Sniper, mm-hmm. who we just had Boulevards here. Uh, oh really? Uh, yeah, That's about awesome. A week ago. Cool. Um, uh, and I, you know, my connection to them is I, you know, I've known Mike, but Dave Martin. Yeah is one of my dear friends and I consider him kind of like a mentor mm. in the music business. Um, he's awesome. He's the best. So <laughs> you're in him. good hands. Thanks. Um, so really how like did that. that, so, sorry, so, so you're, so you're in college, mm-hmm. you're writing tunes. Are you starting to write tunes yet or? Like with, with other people. It was in a, a four piece and we would sit and write it together. Right. And it was like, it's pretty like sweet project where we're all kind of like shy and <laughs> I don't know. It was like, and Did you all like face away from each other. <laughs> no, but <laughs> it was like, it was definitely really like learning, good learning experience. But, um, and I think with that band, especially since it wasn't fully mine, um, or like there weren't my songs, right. I felt it was a good, um, just good practice. We'd play a lot. It was in Asheville. So, it's easy to like get shows and and you know play battle of bands mm-hmm. and all that, and then um, I spent a year uh, after I graduated in Asheville, and I just felt like really kind of isolated and didn't <laughs> feel like I could really grow. Understandable, yeah, <laughs> in any way. And I mean, it's it's a great place, but at the time, especially, I just didn't see any. Like, I just kind of felt depressed and wanted to move so i just chose because well, also i mean what, do you, what what's there i mean yeah i mean i feel like it's grown yeah you know, that didn't even exist okay. when i was so there so where do bands play we played harvest i love that place i didn't we didn't play there we there's a lot of places that don't ex- exist anymore okay that with like smaller little bars yeah. or um jack of the wood or jack of the yeah wood, <laughs> i never like. played there either but it, yeah but i just i think it's grown a lot since i've left but i don't think that it was just like right for me at the time right. and i just kind of chose austin based on like the music scene and that it wasn't I was thinking about moving home to la but it just that felt hard at the time yeah. so i moved to Austin and I w- went through a breakup and then st- immediately started dating this guy in Austin and uh, but I knew no one else so that's when I started writing for the album okay. and like really writing by myself okay yeah um, sorry it's just an RV drove down my block I think know. it's oh, no. oh is that you guys? I don't know maybe do you have a U-Haul is it green? trailer? no no 
It's a giant <laughs> It looked like uh, Cousin Eddie's from uh, the Christmas Vacation oh. <laughs> um, or the Vacation movies. Okay, so you moved on. When, when is this? Like, two- I moved in. Um, I graduated 2012. Okay. And then I moved in 2013. Okay, so yeah. relatively recently. Yeah. So you started writing record, writing songs for this this album. Mm-hmm. Was it was did you know it was going to be for an album? Did you just start writing tunes? I think I just started writing tunes because I didn't have a job and I felt like <laughs> <laughs> I just felt like this is a way for me to be productive or feel productive yeah. or just work on this that you know I haven't done this by myself and. Um, yeah, and I had a lot of time on my hands. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't think I knew that I what I was gonna do with it and I didn't know any musicians. I was like felt pretty lost. Like yeah. I wasn't it felt really hard sure. at that time. And, Especially yeah. in a place like Austin where yeah. it's like you know, the, at the, on one hand, there are so much, so many resources. Mm. On the other hand, it's like, where the fuck do you start? Yeah. You know I felt really like I s- just like really lonely and I didn't know yeah. how to make friends. And then I just got part-time jobs that didn't allow me to meet people my age like I was nannying or got this job at a middle school I just was like not meeting anybody organically but yeah it took a a while but I kept writing songs and then do you drink um I don't drink too much no but you're not like out no (laughs) and so yeah it took took a couple years to really like find friends and people to play music with and then i ended up getting back together with the guy that i broke up with who's the guy so you just met was he the guy (laughs) that you met in austin no so you you had a guy Mm -hmm. you broke Broke up up with him him in Asheville. met a guy in austin Mm -hmm. wrote a record about him or not about him not about the austin guy more about him it was more about him yeah (laughs) (laughs) and it was inspired by what you were missing Mm -hmm. got it okay and And then then broke up with the austin guy and he moved to austin just by chance? <laughs> no, for for you, us, yeah, for us, <laughs> for them. Okay, very cool. Yeah, it's a rock and roll love story. Yeah, I dig it. Are you guys playing together? We didn't play together actually in Asheville because did you know each other? You do. Of oh course, yeah, yeah. You broke up right. Yeah, right. yeah. we just went through this. Whole we thing. dated for a year and a half, and we I don't think we felt comfortable playing with each other. And I had my other my other band, and right. he had his project. Right. So I think we. We are so close that I don't know. It took a. I just didn't think we would ever play together because mm-hmm. anytime we tried, it would be too frustrating. I don't know. I feel like it's a totally different thing playing with your your partner. Yeah, I mean, I, I never have, but mm-hmm. knowing the relationships I develop with people I do play with, yeah, I couldn't imagine adding that element on top. Yeah, because it's a whole different type of intimacy. Yeah, you and know? you're just so. I'm with other people. I wouldn't be so like. I don't know how to explain it, but when I feel like when we used to play together, I'd be like so sensitive. Mm-hmm. I would think that he was like hated everything. I don't, you know, just yeah, like yeah. you're just like yeah. know I each know other too well. <laughs> but then, yeah. So, but since he moved to Austin, it was sort of like n- necessary because yeah. we were, you know, and it and then it felt so good to play together, to play right. the songs together. But isn't that wild? Like yeah. the backdrop. I know, it's, it's weird. You know, I've had the reverse <laughs> situation where everything was great and then moved to a different mm-hmm. city and then everything was terrible. Mm-hmm. I was like, where the hell? Like, Because <laughs> the only difference is where we are right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, all right, so then you guys 
So you're writing this record mm-hmm. about the guy you truly love, mm-hmm. whether or not that's the truth. I'm going to editorialize. <laughs> Get him to Austin. You guys start playing together. Mm-hmm. Um, so did you did you cut the record like as an album, or were you just kind of recording in? in I did, yeah. Drips well, and drabs. We would we started playing the songs as a duo. Mm-hmm. Out. He plays guitar. Yeah, he plays guitar, and I he, also who's he? Say his name. <laughs> Daily Tolliver. Hey, Daily <laughs> and um. So we'd play as a duo, and we'd both play guitar. And then really when he moved to Austin, I feel like that's when we sort of found friends together. And, um, I mean, I already had, like, definitely, like, a solid bass, but then we just met all these couples and met all these people in the music scene. And then um, I met Ignacio, who plays drums, Mm -hmm. and a girl named Katie Schaefer who recorded bass on the record. So I formed the band and then we played out for probably six months. And then I knew that I wanted to take him into the studio, record full album. Mm -hmm. And was everything written? Yeah, everything was written we were playing all the songs and then, um, yeah, we recorded, it was nine songs Cool. and we, we went out to Dripping Springs, Texas. Um, our friend Dan Dzinski who's in a band called Cross Record Mm -hmm. Um, he has a studio name. out there. I don't yeah, know him, but they're awesome. But he has a studio out there, so we recorded. We did it. We recorded it live in a day, and then went back and did overdubs. Mm. And then he mixed it. I got it mastered, and then I sent it to Capture Tracks. But and yeah, like as a demo submission. That was the only label you sent it to. I sent. Well, I first sent it to. Um, just anyone I knew in the music business right. and like, cause I was really, really scared to send it out. Of course. Yeah. Was, um, was, w- did you have something online? Was this like, you were a complete non it when this happened? Yeah. I just put it, I just made a, once I got it back from Carl Saf who mastered it, right. I just made a private SoundCloud of sure. the album and then just. But before um, that there was not, there was nothing. Mm, yeah. I'm, I feel like I put like a song or okay. something on like Bandcamp or something. But it wasn't like you, you didn't, that song didn't, Get no. a- AV Club no, or no, Pitchfork no. or whatever. No. So and then so you were a wholly unknown entity. Yeah. And you send the that's that's awesome. I mean that's yeah. like and you send the track to industry people, mm-hmm. sniper included. Not well, not him. Just people that like friends of mine or friends' parents or okay. Just to get advice about where to send it, and I send it like I don't even. I it was such a like quick thing, but I. Send it to some places, but I didn't know anything about labels. Mm-hmm. And but one of my friends, Jared Leibowitz, who's in a band in Austin, he was like, "I think you should send it to Capture Tracks." And then I just researched them, and I mean, of course, knew their artists, mm-hmm. but I didn't know too much about the label. And then um, I really liked their website <laughs> and just how they, have an they they really do, and they have like a great demo submission instruction page it just seems like so really they warm demos yeah they okay. really do and they, they listen, listen to, to it and i feel like that is really special i don't think well i don't know i don't know but i do think that they do that more than other places i, I mean i i don't know anyone who does that <laughs> okay you know, so if they do that at yeah. all it's i mean there are some labels who do it the, the majority of late yeah. like you know don't find us we'll find you yeah and um, that's what a lot of people told me too about demo submission yeah. they're like you're not going to hear from anybody you're not going to write you back yeah but then yeah I got an email from Mike 
I sent it like it was like a Tuesday night. I sent it to them, and he wrote me Thursday morning. Okay. And um, yeah, and just offered me a record deal on the on the spot, basically really? over email. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh, I mean, that's tremendous. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> um, so, all right. So, all right. So, the, and then that brings us to today, more or less. Mm-hmm. So, talking about the music, more importantly, we know where it comes from very emotionally. Mm-hmm. We know where, how it got made. Mm-hmm. But so you're, I mean, it's, the record is very much rooted in like, in, well, in jazz, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, I kind of hear like this weird, um, you know, like, like, I just want to, <laughs> I'm a long time smoker mm-hmm. and I have stopped smoking mm-hmm. for all intents and purposes. I still have the occasional puff, but <laughs> I want to like have a cigarette and like a, and like a, you know, scotch Mm -hmm. you know on the porch (laughs) or something it just reminds me of like um like nico Mm -hmm. or you know like that kind of um so so it's very you know you could tell it's it's obviously very rooted in in um you know like ella fitzgerald billy Mm -hmm. holiday that kind of stuff but at the same time it's like it's it's very it's much more modern and and contemporary i mean what 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 do you i mean obviously you you study jazz Mm -hmm. vocal what, is that is that your your bread and butter? Um, I guess so. I feel it's definitely a big part of my background and, and what I like. like Nico oh no, I love Nico. Voice. I, mean, <laughs> I love her. I love her as well. But it's like that could be like it's like saying you sound like Buster Poindexter. It's like he can sing, but you know. no, I I love her. Um, I definitely have wrote for my voice, and I feel like I. That's definitely my main inspiration is just female vocalists. Mm-hmm. And like Billie Holiday was, yeah, definitely one of the first people that I um, fell in love with. And then also um, always been really fascinated by pop music. Mm-hmm. So with like Lauren Hill, listened to her a lot, or even just, you know, Britney Spears, like people like yeah. that. And I'm, then you're, I'm a <laughs> tremendous Katy Perry fan. I love Katy. I love pop. Uh, but there's a reason. Because yeah. those songs are really fucking <laughs> But I've but I also just always, yeah, been inspired by um just like classic country and classic like soul music. Yeah. So just sort of like how a mixture that, of those. How does that kind of how does your band facilitate that? Are you are you guys all on the same page? Yeah, I Is think so. Is it four different perspectives? No, it's definitely all the same page. Um, and we have a new bassist too. Her name's uh, Kitty. She didn't record on the record, but what she plays it? with us live. Okay, who played the bass? Katie Schaefer played on the Katie the Katie. record. That's why and I was Kitty okay. <laughs> BB now plays bass with gotcha. us. Um, so you guys are all pretty much yeah in we're that in, we're in the same page for okay. sure yeah I think we work well together is there I mean is there like modern stuff that you're that you are into beyond pop like what, yeah um know? I don't know if it's like yeah um I'm really I really love Matthew E. White yeah and what he's doing and Natalie Prass and mm. all those people in Richmond um Really big fan of Wise Blood. Mm, yeah, that uh, rules. I know. I love that. It's record. tremendous. Uh, Sharon Van Etten. I don't know. Okay. A lot of people. <laughs> um, so, what do you guys? I mean, uh, do you listen in the van? Do you guys like? Yeah. What are the, what's the rule? What's the rule in the van? 
what's their music role? Yeah. Um, driver's choice. Driver's or? choice. Yeah. I toured with a band that. <laughs> but only I never did drive. <laughs> you don't drive. You don't. Or you can't. Or both. I don't like to, but I also, but I don't feel like I can. Okay. <laughs> I can drive. I just don't feel comfortable driving the size of like the big van. Yeah. On a freeway. So I feel like I can't. Just go straight. <laughs> you know, it's not like you're driving it into my lower Manhattan. Um, no, but that's totally understandable. My that big black van out there. I, mm-hmm. My wife, I got too drunk one day, and mm-hmm. my wife had to drive it through the Bronx, and it was trial by fire. <laughs> you know, because literally, because we might burn and die. Um, so driver's choice. So is there? I mean, w- you know, what's in rotation right now? Is it like? Or, or do you have like, do you have driving jams? Do you have, I mean, how do you listen to music? How do you, you know? How do we listen to music at home? Or just, just in general. Like oh, when you're general? at home, when in I'm at home? home, I'm listening to something very different than when I'm in the car. Yeah. You know, or when I, you know, when I, when I wake up in the morning, I'm listening to something very different than when I'm going to sleep. Yeah. You know. We listen, Daly and I live together. We listen to a lot of records at home. Yeah. That I feel like, yeah, more like just calm records. I don't know. I've listened to a lot of Bill Callahan and cool. and just jazz records. We've been listening to a lot of jazz in the car. And who else? I don't know. We've also been listening to some podcasts. Okay. But like what? Yeah, Which ones? The Richard Simmons podcast. So I don't know. We just started. He's missing? <laughs> I don't know. I just found this out last night. So I had yeah. last night I had Brendan Graves here from uh, Paradise of Bachelors. Mm. We're a local label based in Carborough. And he was telling me after we signed off about this Richard Simmons podcast. Yeah. And it's a friend it just started. of his. And the guy is friends. I guess he's friends with Richard Simmons. Yeah. But Richard Simmons is missing? Yeah. Like he's trying to find him. Like there there hasn't been contact with him for years. But it's nonfiction. Yeah. Like it's really happening. Yeah, it is. But there's only been four episodes, so... We don't know and where I've Richard s- is. No. <laughs> but I've also been slept through some information, so I, d- I don't... I don't know okay. how much I can tell you. Richard, call <laughs> us if you're listening. Um, all right, we got a couple more minutes before you have to go to sound check. Sure. Um, I didn't have time to write the questions, but I will. Mm. I'll just riff on them. We do seven random questions at the end. Um, so the record's out now. Mm-hmm. Where when when did it, it came out? Very it came recently. out on February seventeenth. February seventeenth, so less than a month ago. Yeah. Um, are you psyched? Yeah. Is it? I mean, because really this excited. is not a thing that you do. I mean, it is now, obviously, mm-hmm. yeah. but it's, you've never put out a seven inch. You never did a, we put out a seven inch. Oh, you did? Yeah. Okay. We put out, they uh, released a seven inch with, um, with capture tracks. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's how they sort of like announced my signing yeah. was, um, they released that in September and Dave yeah. didn't send me that his <laughs> last box. His last box. Now. Consisted of a lot of great stuff, <laughs> not the seven inch Dave Martin. I want, I want a copy. Um, I'll, I'll give you one. I have them. No, I want Dave to send me. <laughs> oh, one. Okay, if you want to give me one, I'll take it. But I want fucking Dave. No. Um. So okay. So then, but but still, I mean, this is like a new. Mm-hmm. This is you. You know. Yeah. Did they have to like? How did you take to the process? Because it's not a it's not an easy process mm-hmm. to go from not having anything to having a record. Mm-hmm. I mean, with the test pressings, like was it like did did you know? Obviously, they walked you through it. Yeah. Were you just like you go and send me? I mean, how involved were you in the actual artwork? Um, oh yeah, I was very involved in the artwork. I designed it. Okay, and then I well, I had my um, one of my best friends. Uh, 
paint uh, watercolors for the inner sleeve and on the back. And then one of my other friends um, took the cover photo. And then I worked with one of their in-house designers, this guy, Patrick Fernandez. He... He lives in Brazil. <laughs> I don't know. But we he helped me with the layout design and then like we just worked together. But cool. um yeah, so I was very involved in that, but with um yeah, I mean we're there's a lot of communication. I feel like they give their artists so much freedom. Right. And there's just like a lot of um collaboration. Cool. But yeah, what was the question? The just, just how did you? <clears throat> you know, I'm, I'm sure it wasn't an but easy then, experience going through the process of actually physically making the record. Yeah, I'm well, sure there it was were a lot of elements that you'd never. Yeah, a lot of new stuff. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Was that well, like super overwhelming? Was it kind of? Well, when we, it was basically done too. So there was like I feel like the hard work sort of was over. Um, we went. We actually went in the studio. Record. We added a couple songs to it, but. Yeah, I think that was hard, just learning all this new new things. And I was also have, had three part-time jobs at the time. So I was like, <laughs> didn't, <laughs> I was, you know, all I wanted to do was focus on yeah. the album. Yeah. And so that was definitely hard because I, you know, I wanted to like be so on top of it. Right. And I, I feel I was, but it was like really hard with working like three jobs sure. in a day. <laughs> yeah. So now you're just touring full-time? Well, I hope so. We, yeah. we have a like, couple of months ahead of us. We're doing, um, we're going down to South by and then and playing South by and doing Midwest West dates all with Tim Darcy. Yeah. And then we have a, a week off and basically doing the same, supporting this girl named Sally Ford yep. and then going West Coast and then going to do another loop. And cool. then Daly and I are going to go to Europe together, just, just the two duo. of us, just duo. And then, yeah, who's, hopefully uh, who summer. You bo- who's booking you guys? I don't have a U.S. booking agent. You're doing this all yourself? If anyone wants to be my agent. If you're agent. listening, <laughs> if you're listening I'll be at South by Southwest one. next week. I'll see what I can You will? Okay. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Talk um, to some agents. I will. Who, um, um, you just, you're hooking these all up yourself, or is this like... Well, I was just asked a, by... like the tour, Tim Darcy's agent asked me right, to open, and right. then Sally Ford's agent asked the second one, and then I'm booking myself, or I'm booking our band... Um, because her our tour ends with her in San Francisco, so okay. I'm booking all like doing a loop back to Austin. Okay. But I have a European agent. Cool. Um, yeah, so cool. not booking now. But yeah, all right. Hook, I will. Know. I'm gonna I'll, I'll hook it up. <laughs> Thanks. Um, agents are weird. They're the weirdest cog in the mm-hmm. wheel. Yeah, uh, weir- it's been the hardest part. 100%. Not so hard because I feel really blessed to have the, all these tours lined up. But no, that's. But I didn't realize it'd be so hard. Uh, then, they'll, <laughs> then, they'll, then they'll keep like, all right, well, you know, we just want you know, if you could just say, uh, you know, if you. I've well, talked to know. some, and then nothing happens. Yeah, like, a weird, yeah, weird bunch. But it, we, we also live in Texas, so it's like we don't get to be seen that much. Yeah, um, we live in Austin. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> who's in there? No, exactly. That's a good point. I don't know. Oh, Timmy. Uh, uh, yeah, Timmy's Tim's agent. Come on, Timmy. Yeah. All right. Hey. Seven random questions. I didn't write them down, so I'm just gonna think mm-hmm. about them. Okay. Don't think about it. That makes me nervous. I'm, I'm thinking about it. Think. Don't you think about it. Okay. Um, uh, uh, phone calls or text messages? Text messages. Dr. Pepper or Coke? Oh, Coke. Coke? <laughs> These um, are easy, okay. Yeah, no, 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 no. These are not like, yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> it's nothing crazy. I have a terrible Coke addiction. When was, uh, uh, so did I. Mm. I used to. You used to? I don't drink it anymore. I used to drink two <laughs> two-liter bottles a day. <laughs> I love Diet Coke. You do? Yeah. And, uh, and Coke, but. Yeah. 
Um, all right, speaking of drugs, uh, I mean Coke, um, <laughs> light drugs or heavy drugs? What's the difference? Um, um, uh, plants or chemicals? Oh, okay. or, or not? I'd say chemicals. I don't like smoking pot, okay. but I would do cocaine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, Austin, next week you're going to be, you're, trust me, you'll be. <laughs> um, all right, what else? Uh, uh, um, uh, speed or Top Gun? I haven't seen either of them. Top Gun. <laughs> okay. uh, I guess you're pretty different young question. Still, I guess. How old are you? Twenty four. I'm twenty six. Uh, I mean, I would give you a pass if you maybe said I didn't <laughs> see one of those two, but both of them. Um, heavy metal or soft rock? Um, soft rock. <laughs> uh, okay, that's cool. Um, uh, uh, um, um, would you rather Fred Flintstone or Barney Rubble? Would I rather what? Fuck them. <laughs> God. Um, Live action, of course, not the cartoon. That's creepy. Uh, I guess Barney Rubble. Barney Rubble. Yeah. He's probably more attentive. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Fred's all about Fred. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. And then the seventh random question. Um, uh, okay. Asheville versus Austin. Um no, that's not a good one. That's a shitty one. Um, do you remember the Alamo? What? Do, do I remember, remember it? The Alamo? Like what it is? or? Do you remember the Alamo? Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Sure. There it is. You don't remember the Alamo? That's <laughs> Yeah. <Okay. laughs> um, all right. Where can we find you online? Um, the Captured Tracks website. Uh, I have my own website, mollybirchmusic.com. Okay. And yeah, just Facebook. Cool. Too. Check it out. Uh, we're gonna play a song on Spotify. Yeah. We're gonna play a song now. I don't know which one yet because I don't. I haven't done anything. <laughs> um, but I'm gonna email Pam and okay. make her say, "What does Pam do? What does she do? Yeah. She does so much. I know she's she amazing. does. She's I, she little, is amazing. She's the head project manager there, okay. so she manages um, some bands, including okay. myself. And yeah, she does so much." Well, I want to give a <laughs> shout out to everybody over there, mm-hmm. Dave and Mike and Pam and uh, Mike, Michael. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have you played with those guys? Easy TV. Yeah, they played our record release show. Cool. Yeah, I love, I love them. I don't know the other guys, but yeah, Ezra uh, and Shane. Yes, uh, but yeah, check them out. We're gonna play a song now, and thank you. Thank you. Good luck Thanks tonight. So much. I'll thank be there. you. See ya. Cool. All right. Thanks. <laughs> Well, there it was. Fun time. Good conversation. Great people. Amazing artists. Check them out. Um, Please check them out. They need support. They're a new band, and uh, it's harder than ever in today's climate. Uh, But they're working, and they're earning it, and they're getting there. So uh, I urge you, I implore you, I insist upon you that you go buy their album or stream their album, buy their tickets, whatever. Um, give them your money and uh, you will not be disappointed you have the Mike V guarantee which until this very moment was not a thing but it is now Uh, so now here we go Torn to Pieces from Molly Birch enjoy see you next time